Let's do this while I'm still sober enough to formulate sentences. Hey! What's, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Scum and Villainy podcast. We're still here. God, guys. We are, in fact, alive. It we're feels like I haven't seen you guys in like a year and a half, man. Well, we, we, it's been a year and a half since we've been what? in quarantine. <laughs> Yeah, the ship. What the ship? The 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 entire crew's gone missing. We've been marooned out out of ports. They won't listen to this pandemic for the last uh, God knows sixteen, eighteen months. According to Discord, Sozin's been uh, spending quarantine playing The Sims Four. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I, I mean, that seems that seems correct for a a, a ship computer, right? Just like yeah. hang out, pretend to be real. Yeah, maybe we are The Sims, and he's playing us. True. How'd the, oh, Sim, how'd, how'd the Sims handle quarantine? I mean, I think there was probably, some work. I don't probably know. Probably something caught fire and everyone panicked. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess who do we got here today? Because you know, it's been forever. People might like randomly pick this up and listen to it and not know who we are. I doubt it, but uh, I'm Blair. Caleb. Yeah, Tyler. I'm here. Hi, guys. Do we remember our ship roles? It's been so long. Um, I will forever be the cook. I'm the custodian. Yeah, I I don't even remember what I was. I'm just living you're the best. You were, you're the sous chef. <laughs> I'm fine with that. You're just the lackey. Whipping boy. At least we have our designated driver here, Will. Yeah, yes, we have the shuttle driver, the Will. 100%. Yep, yeah, I'm just the shuttle pilot, so get you where you need to go. <laughs> oh, so, so what's so what's the story we've got? We've been in hyperspace and uh, like just floating in uh, stasis oh, for just, the last like eighteen months. Uh, no, just been, just been marooned off port because it won't uh-huh. let us in. Do the do the things like, with all nice. the other like cruise vessels and other things. So we've just been <laughs> sitting here, low low yeah, power. We've been, uh, we ran out of we ran out of fuel like right outside the port. We didn't have enough to like go anywhere else, but they couldn't let <laughs> us in because there was a plague. So we had to spend the last year and a half. Yeah, we're we're almost out of spice, right? And start running low on supplies. Maybe yeah. that's where maybe that's where uh, our glorious leader left. No one looked for Ricky. We had a really yeah. great stew the other night, but no one looked for Ricky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So what what is what's everybody been up to? Blair, what have you been doing besides like melting in the heat that is the Pacific Northwest? I don't know. I just uh some one of y'all asked me to come back and do this episode and then decided to be forty minutes late, so I was just kinda hanging out. Uh no uh what have I been up to? Not a whole lot. Um yeah. <laughs> I went to work couple of times and uh yeah exciting because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was we uh we saw each other in vegas right and then the world went to shit well, we should have known we should have known had too much fun in vegas it feels it, it. it feels like so long ago but it also doesn't feel it like... feels like yesterday as well right like yeah. what was the last cool thing i did oh i was in vegas it was yeah. so yeah it, it feels like like it's weird because yeah, it feels so long ago. But like, if I remember, oh, Worlds was last year, like last last winter. I was like, wait a second, no, the whole, sure the whole year in between. <laughs> no, we we were literally on our way to Crate Cup when the whole world shut down. <laughs> yeah, true, very true. Phone call mm-hmm. while I'm outside of uh, O'Hare getting out of an Uber. Man. Well, what have you been up to? <laughs> Not a whole lot. I've I've gone to work every day, but it's been from my basement. Uh, <laughs> I'm still basically doing that, and I have no real idea of when they're going to have us back in the office. So that gate that date keeps changing. So <laughs> I am almost in a perpetual basement mode of uh, wander downstairs. Don't worry about you know dressing up, <laughs> hopping on a computer, doing shit for eight hours, and then stopping. So. Yeah, we'll see what what changes here in the near future, but I'm not holding my breath for going back to the office anytime soon. I see, I see. Uh, what are you up to? I've been working. Uh, I was after the very first week, I was declared an essential service because <laughs> the liquor must flow. Because that stops everything, will go to. I shit mean, kind of so. true. Very kind of true. true. Yeah. So I've I've 
they've actually I've well everyone was still worried about my jobs I got overtime uh, <laughs> so complete opposite we especially the very first month we worked a lot of extra overtime just to because everyone was in panic mode everyone of course in the worry that everything gets shut down so the very first two weeks of like the initial lockdown here in Northwest um, every day was equivalent sales of like New Year's and Christmas. For like nice. a whole week straight, because everyone was like, the people were buying cases of vodka to stock up for that. Those, the, the however long they thought the they were gonna um, be locked up for. I mean, you can't run out of vodka. Yeah, it was just they had a bottle of liquor for every roll of toilet paper they stockpiled. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, that died down after they realized it's not gonna go to shit, and also this is gonna last a lot longer than that. So, but on that, other than working. Uh, we had, we had a stint, Tyler, of playing Squadrons for a couple months. We did. When that was a big thing in October. And other than that, um, I thought I'm now into something. I never thought I'd go back into it, playing, uh, MMORPGs again. And I've been stuck in there for way too long for the last, like, four or five months. You're one of the, uh, Choker Bros, right? Over yeah. on Crate? Yeah. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like, have oh. you heard of the Creed and Play MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV with the expanded free trial you can play through the entirety of the Realm Reborn with the award-winning Heavenwood's expansion to level 60 for, for free with no restrictions on playtime? Hashtag not an ad. Thank <laughs> God. This is so fucking... Now I'm stuck in it. I, am, I knew I'd probably enjoy it because I played Final Fantasy XI back in the day. But I thought I'd get out of it. And then... With the... Turns out you had nothing better to do. Yeah, well, I got burnt out of squadrons and like the way the direction was going, I was not having much nope. fun with it in the competitive side of it. Um, I needed something to burn my time, so I tried the free expansion because other people on the server were playing, and then we were like, "Wait a second, this is actually kind of fun." Cool. So, uh, have any of you guys played X-wing? I have not. <laughs> my last uh, game of X-wing was before Crate Cup last year. That never happened. You know. I played like two practice games with the XTC guys uh, for the Canadian team, and before that was, I think, one store championship after Las Vegas back in March of last year. <laughs> nice, nice, Blair. Yeah, I did. I did a tournament the, as a little store kid the week, the weekend after Elvio, and then I did like one of Dion's tournaments. Yeah, one of the Gold Squad tournaments. Yeah. And, Got crushed by the Nantai, and then I lost to the eventual winner, Ben Doyle. That was that's been the extent of my excellent play for the last year and a half. Uh, yes. Yeah, so before this past weekend, I played my dad once in my living room during the middle of lockdown uh, for uh, the CAC that was streamed for the. Uh, uh, it was like the first or second game for the the twenty four hour marathon they did last year, and I know that because my phone notified me like, "Hey, look at this cool picture you took a year ago," and I was like, "Oh man, it's been a year since I played X Wing," so I decided to hop a plane and go to Texas to play a bunch of X Wing. Oh, what? Let's go over like you were at LV also. This is like the first. Yep. Kind this of was the first. Oh, we the did it. It's the first in-person in event, in North event. America, in North America. Yeah, big, big, big event, right? There's yeah, been some event. like store kit stuff and some, yeah, you know, what I, I mean, like little stuff. But like, this I know is the there first... has been some events in the Europe, but I've not heard anything much of them. I know Italy had something. I'm not sure how big yep. or something like that. But like, this is the first big North American one. Two day event, right? Or three, three, so, three, three so, event, two, two, three days. Oh uh, yeah, two play-in days. Yep, yep. Yeah, two, two play-in days. days, one, one finals day. Uh, and yeah, we, I guess we can say first big North American event, but like Canada wasn't invited cause y'all can't come like, sorry. Oh, so someone could have and got down, but there'd have been like, you spend like two extra weeks of, yeah, like, like technically we could have come, but the, right. Not reasonable. Is, right. Not like, reasonable for anyone to do. Yep. Which was sad cause we missed a lot of you. Like, yeah. Well, like to, but there's, there'll be events coming hopefully soon. I'm yeah. looking forward to when Chris announces uh crate cup for the the Crate Cup, the Reckoning, or whatever it's going to be for when right. it comes back. Crate Crate Cup Seven. Yep. You thought we forgot? We forgot. Um, I'm, wait, I'm waiting no, for everyone's uh, squadrons there. It was really cool. We had close to 100 people playing in it. Uh, basically, two days of 50. It was really like a day of like 42-ish and a day of like 56 or something like that. Um, 
yeah, it was, uh, it was actually really weird. Like I got to travel, like all, you know, all my, all my local friends that I hang out with, like my, my, my core COVID bubble, uh, were like, wait, you're going to be on this weekend. I was like, yeah, I'm flying to Texas. And they're like, it's late July. Why would you go to Texas? It's like, oh, you guys are, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. It's miserably hot in Texas. So <laughs> And it was, it lived up to its name. Like we were, I was outside for five minutes walking to a store and back from the hotel and just like immediately wanted to go take a shower. Like it was so hot that if it was like midday, you didn't even want to go swimming. And the hotel, the, the convention center that it was in was awesome. Like it was a really nice hotel, like really cool, uh, like really, really nice features and everything like that. So, but, but yeah. Good. So uh, who ran LSL? Cause I, I, I roughly know, but I was like, I was only a little bit of information that came around. So what? Who who came with are you running this LSL because it's a new kind of event to oh, it's uh, so Frontier. So they've they've done a lot of minis tournament stuff and whatnot in the past. So okay. they're uh Is it yeah. Frontier or Frontline? Uh, Frontline. Frontline yeah, Frontline. Okay. I go. know Frontline and then it was being organized by Brent Wong, right? Yep, yeah, Brent was so it was yeah. So Brent was the the head judge or marshal or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And then um he helped spearhead a lot of the prize support too. So there was some actually really cool prize support. Um I don't know if you guys saw the mats. Um Oh the mats were pretty cool. That was the one with the uh yeah. the, the MC seventy five and, uh, yep. and, and the, the Nebulon coming out yeah. of the Yavin Clouds. That was really cool. Yep. So for for all of the uh X Wing nerds that didn't play Star Wars or didn't play squadrons or whatnot. Um, Yavin is one of the main battle maps that you can play on there. And there's an opening scene where an MC 75 and two Nebulon bees are coming out of the clouds. Looks really, really cool. And they were able to commission that art and get it onto a play mat. And I didn't get a play mat, but I have a, a cool print of it that I'm, I'm pretty happy with. And uh, word is that they're going to have the empire side of the so you know basically both both sides are, are coming together to, to fight and well, they're going to have the, an empire side map that's going to be at yeah. lvo so las vegas so having a the star destroyer flanked by two um imperial cruisers yeah the, the architects the light cruisers yep nice so so if you want to play epic and the like you should you'll be able to put both of the uh the oh, and, you can put, and then you nice. can put the cr90 and the uh, raider on yeah there. right oh, i know right we, we can have real squadrons yep we can be cool. super squadrons nerds. All right. So what what did you bring to LSO? Um. So basically, I have like loosely kept up with what's going on. Um. So I've watched like some of the Gold Squadron events because generally I'll be working or doing something else on a weekend, so I'll just throw it up on another monitor, right? Like one of those, like okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'll see what people are flying and just kind of like shake my head and be like, okay, I don't believe that that's good, but like it's fine. Um. And then when the uh, the Empire Sky Strike Academy thing, the, like that pack came out, uh, it came out when I was dying. All all I know is my dad said, decided he needed to get me a Goodwill present, and it showed up in yeah. my uh, garage one day. Um, but there's some new Tie Interceptor pilots in it, and there's a new uh, Empire specific talent that uh, turns out is really good. So I was like, hey, I've been flying six strikers. What can I do with this? And um, worked around with the math a little bit. And you can fit three strikers, uh, two Tybarons, and uh, the Interceptor pilot, uh, Nash. Nash, Nash, right? Nash yeah. Windrider or something like that. Yeah, the one that makes it so your ships can still fire. Yeah, every, everyone's Fels Wrath. Like, we just yeah. get Fels Wrath for everybody. And I will point, I do want to point out that I was very successful in... I never had more than one ship die in a round the entire tournament. So no one ever got like pilot skill killed while Nash was on the table, um, which was pretty cool. Like That's I felt, pretty cool. I felt pretty successful in that, that regard. Um, but yeah, so basically the idea of the list is if anybody dies in the list, everybody except Nash, cause he doesn't have discipline cause you can't fit the points. Mm-hmm. Um, so both the barons and the the three strikers can take target locks or barrel roll, assuming like it's it is an action, so they can't be stressed, right? Yeah. Um. So typically, what ends up happening is on the first engagement, I jam with either the striker or the baron. It kind of depends on how the the engagement uh, evolves, and kind of sacrifice one of one of my six ships. But the sacrifice is still fine because Nash keeps the ship from dying, right? Like it yeah, still they, gets they to get shoot. To, they get to fire before they die. Yep, and then every, all, to give everyone the action. Yep, and all their buddies get target locks, and then they shoot them in the face really strong. 
Yeah, and yeah. strikers have target lock focus. Yeah, they, they, they do a lot of like, damage. They do a lot of damage. Yep. Yep. And it is six ships on the table, so there's a lot of... Yeah, and that was the big thing, is like with Strikers, we've seen a couple on uh, that have been played in the, the different Gold Squadron events that are like, uh, it's four Strikers and like like somebody else, right? Yeah. And I just, I really felt that you needed the sixth ship. And... Yeah, the, the other one, the, common I, the one I saw was the three plus Nash and an ace being like Suterfell, like nothing. Oh, was... I've seen like... um. It was four with uh, Goron, because like yep. that's some cheeky stuff you can do with. Um... Wait, hold on. Will Blair, do you know what Goron does? No idea. Have no right. idea what you're talking about. I, I let me, let, let, let me learn. Is. Let me learn you some cool stuff. I, my, I'm going to be an honorary Ryan for the for the minute. And Goron says, "Hold on. I guess I can like specifically read it instead of just like doing it from my head." But well, maybe. Is he now? Oh, Commander Gorant. Yeah, Gorant. Uh, after a friendly ship at range 0 to 3, with a lower initiative than yours, partially executes a maneuver, it may perform a red focus action. And he is very conveniently initiative 4. So what you can do with strikers that are initiative 3 is they can bump on their ailerons move, because that is a maneuver. And then take a red focus, reveal their blue banks, move, take their evade. So they engage with focus evade always. Now, the annoying part of that is you have to set up in a brick formation where they can bump, they can self-bump, and it's it's not a trivial process to keep that together, right? And especially in person where your your bump lineups aren't going to be perfect like they would be online, right? So I felt like that wasn't a reasonable case, as well as if I saw that across the table from me, I could just jam it. I felt very confident that I could jam it and disrupt the formation. So yeah, I didn't think that was a reasonable take. So that's what I took. Uh, performed really well. Um, I lost two games total uh, without going all like old school uh, Nova Squadron and going through like the entire bat reps. Um, I lost my very first game against um, uh, Grasser, John Grasser. He's a great guy. Uh, he beat me by six total points on the last shot of the game where he halved a uh, Ty Baron, which was very sad. Uh, and I couldn't do one point of damage back to him to have his Hawk. But it was really it was a really fun back and forth game. Had a lot of fun. We drank a lot of alcohol like nine in the morning. It was a great time. Good times. Um, I proceeded to win to then win my next four games, including beating uh, uh, Ryan Staniszewski from OCX fame. He's not a Gold Squadron member. He's he's an OCX guy. He just happens to still be on or be on Gold Squadron now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the final round, before going into cut, and then I had. Two solid games in cut, and then I played uh, Mr. Staniszewski again, and he beat me by like 24 points or something like that. It was one of these weird situations where I had like a Baron and a half, and he had a half-pointed uh, Delta Seven Jedi, and then all of um, Shakti. And I, I had to chase Shakti because the Delta Seven wasn't worth enough points if I killed it. And turns out chasing an A to two with two strike or uh, two uh, Barons that move before it is not a good look. It's, it's very hard. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I was going to say like my, my cut games, I won by 10 points, two points, and then lost by 26 points. So that was super cool. Yeah. Very close games. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. big margins of victory. Yep. But it was a awesome overall tournament. Um, it was cool to see what everybody was flying. Uh, some of you, if you've been like, you know, reading the different, uh, Facebook forums and whatnot, I've noticed a lot of like drama and, and talk going back and forth. Um, for the most part, everybody that was there had an awesome time. Like I had, I had a fabulous time. Like, like it was actually really, really cool just getting out and hanging with friends that I haven't seen in forever. And actually getting, we actually brought, uh, what was I think five? I think we had five squadrons players that had never played X-wing before. Like, so yeah, they, like their either. first game was basically a month ago. Like that, we we taught them how to play on TTS, kind of a deal. Um, and one of them even made cut. Uh, nice, nice. yeah, and like they they had a blast. They like all of them want to come to to Las Vegas. They felt like they, you know what I mean. Like and, like all their games were engaging and fun, and everybody they met was super inclusive and whatnot. Because like, to be totally fair, like they're they're video game nerds that we met on the internet that we brought to this big life in person event, and that can be a little intimidating and daunting, right? Especially when the people you know know everybody, right? Like 
because they're friends with like me and Chris and uh, and some of the other guys that had played Squadrons, and we you know we we know everybody, and so that, that can that can get to a point that's a little uh, little hard. But they they all had a blast. So it's good. It's good. If you so, have anybody that is new to the scene and saw you know everyone kind of complaining or getting frustrated over the last week, the actual in person play stuff was really really cool, and everybody had a great time. So you were one of the guys that was. Talking trash behind Brent's back, Richard Tyler. You can go ahead. And oh no, no, no! I well, no, no, no! I was talking trash to Brent's front, <laughs> which I don't know. That's what we do. Like it was just like, hey, Brent, I disagree with reason, like things X, Y, and Z. And he was like, okay, I get that. Like I'll try to do better next time. I'm like, damn it, stop being reasonable, Brent. I want to be angry. Like what, that was it. What didn't you like? Did he change the um, amount of games? So I, I personally had no problems with anything that happened, right? Um, because, like, I, I went to just kind of go have fun, and, like, I was way more invested in playing other board games. But, you know what I mean? Like, X-Wing, I went to play X-Wing 2, don't get me wrong. This is not, not going to be like the, oh, I hate X-Wing, I just go, because, right? But I was, it was more to go see friends that I haven't seen in forever and, uh, you know, get out of Illinois and all that kind of stuff, right? Um. So the biggest thing, which I, I mean, he, we've already talked about, and I think he even talked about it on, uh, on my knock. I think they had him on there. Uh, I'm sorry, fly better. Um, earlier in the week, um, was the, like the way he delivered, Hey, we want to reduce rounds and we want to, we want to reduce cut. So for anybody that doesn't know that only listens to us and has been living under a rock, the initial plan for LSO was it was going to be, um, six rounds of Swiss, on Friday and Saturday and a cut to, a cut to top 32 and then a top 64 bracket on Sunday. Well, we had significantly lower turnout than expected for that kind of event, which isn't a bad thing. We realistically getting about a hundred people to turn up for the first in-person event was really good. Um, but you don't need six rounds in the top 32 when there's only like 42 people. Like that feels real bad being the bottom yeah. 10, right? Like, definitely. um, so the morning of, Brett Never made the mind we had went back to the, one of the uh, regionals in uh, I think it was at Evergreen. I think it was back before they actually had proper. That was uh, such an ass show, dude. Yeah, I think it was like we had like it was a spread over two days and like what forty people each day and like top. Oh 16. no! It was it was. That's <laughs> a whole other thing. Keep I sorry. feel like I've told this story before, but it was. It was bad. I really right, have you know, to. It is, when, it is I, very old. when I think about Marshall's having the ability to tell me that I have to go engage, I think back to some of those early tournaments. Caitlin, who was running, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry to derail that, Tyler. You just remember. Right, so, and so basically it was we changed it like five minutes before the tournament started to, hey, we're going to run only five rounds and cut the top 16. Um, so like in the biggest complaint with that was we knew what signups were. We weren't going to miraculously get 20 extra people signing up day of, right? Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? There's going to be 20 randoms that are locals that are all that haven't pre-signed up, et cetera. So we, yeah. we already knew that like, we kind of needed to do that. So we should have just made the decision earlier and let everybody know so that they could, you know, decide what they wanted to do. Uh, cause like turns out Friday yeah. was a bloodbath. There was a lot of very, very good players all playing on Friday and, one of the reasons that nobody cared was like, Hey, it's top 32, right? Like we'll be able to get the wins we need, even if we're playing each other the entire time, not a big deal. Right. Yeah. So that uh, was, that was like the major complaint. Um, I don't know of anybody that was actively complaining about, uh, the like fortressing that was going on, um, that was in there was in person. Now that doesn't mean that people weren't frustrated by it, right? Like there, that's that's a different, but like no one was like calling a judge asking f- about it. And for the like, uh, I know a lot of people asked Brent ahead of time, like, "Hey, how are you going to rule this?" And he told them like, "Hey, as long as one ship is moving, that's the by the rule for fortressing. That's what I'm going to go with, right?" So it's like, "All right, cool. We know what the rules are. We're going to play within the rules. No big deal." Um, and then there was another. I we had a in round five, two players just decided to final salvo because they didn't want to play like the fifth round. Like they were just tired. Like I think one of them had played the same list three times in a row and it was just kind of like, I just don't want to do this again. You just want to final salvo. And they're like, yeah, sure. No big deal. So they did. And someone got frustrated that that was a, uh, uh, was potentially like an intentional draw, which it's not. And everything was fine. 
I worked it all out. No big deal. Yeah. Right. Well, you can't. Te- te- uh, technically, it's considered collusion. Oh, it's not. No, like so. It's 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 not. According because, according to D, it's considered collusion. Uh, it's it's not according to D, and it shouldn't be considering to D because I've literally like we've we've done this in person before. He might have changed his mind since then, but the way it's supposed to go down is you you get a judge and offer offer the final salvo, and if the other person agrees, like you can final salvo there. There be like there's there should never be a point in a game that is you have to play the game, right? So I, like that's I, yeah I completely agree because I mean why wouldn't I just if I want to lose I'll just lose I'll just fly my ships off the board like sure yeah but was, like the I, the idea but... of like oh well yeah like so you can forfeit but you can't offer the like the final salvo like what why like why do we have to fly our ships up inside uh, like up and down the side of a board for seventy five minutes and then do it like that's that's just a really bad faith idea at best like sorry. Also, the whole like complaining about engaging is comically dumb because AAA players have been not engaging for years, and no one gives a shit because you think you're you have a chance at the game when you never did. But now, when they do it, and it's very blatant that you have to go fight them when that like where they once now now that's a problem. Like what? All right, but whatever. People want to be a mad on the internet. It's fine. And I think the idea of like you have to engage is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, yeah, forcing people to fight the sake of fighting is not a way. It needs to be encouraged. If you want to encourage people to fight, there has to be a reason to fight, right? Or sure, yeah, like I mean, something. the game, the game fundamentally has to change, right? Like, yes, because it, because engaging on one player's terms is always going to be better for one than the other, right? So, like, yeah. yeah. But that is, I think, we need, yeah, we have fundamental change. That's something a new edition would have to break from the ground up, and that'd be a completely different game than what necessarily we know. Um, it'll be just something, something I don't have a vision of. I know that it's possible, but I cannot see where what it would look like. Hmm. You think they'd have to basically do three point oh? That's you don't think they could just make a small change to the game, and that would be enough. Oh, I, I mean, I no, no. I think it has to be objective. There has to be a reason. To it, it, like it, you have to be able to force from, an engagement in a different way. If we're coming from the old days of just tabletop wargaming, so before, let's say, in talking roughly with like Warhammer 40k, before fourth editions, so the third edition previously, it, all games were done based off a victory point thing, a victory point scale. You, when you kill something, you get points. Hey, that sounds pretty familiar to what X-wing is. If you complete an objective, it just added to those points. But it was always more cost-effective still to wipe your opponent off the field than earn objective points. The next edition brought along to remove the victory point scaling. You earn points by just completing objectives. See, you could kill nothing in the game and still win if you complete your objectives. Some objectives might be killing people. Some of them are just holding territory in the ground. So now you're not fighting over necessary resources. The cost of something is no longer applied in a numerical value, but how effective it is at doing its job. So you could take something worth a lot of points. It's not going to do anything if it doesn't complete an objective and compare it to something that's a lot cheaper than it doing the same job. So it now brings roles on top of what you're putting on, you're putting that ship for. If there's object, multiple different types of styles of objectives on the field to complete. It can't work in the current X-Wing way because most objectives require still something a static or a territory hold position it's very hard to build objectives around a game where everything's constantly moving because nothing can stay in a position so and unless you the only way i can see this happening if the format of the tournament also changes then you have to make it so each each time you play against someone it'll be the best of the three games which is very time consuming because then you would have to have an attacker defender kind of style so one side needs to see both players and to be fair both players need to have attacker both players need to be defender which also made them require the style of War Machine where everyone brings two lists to an event, where you pick which, and you, you just display which ones you're bringing, and you pick which one before, and then you just, you get to decide beforehand based off what you're Yeah, I mean, so that's, I, who knows what they want to do, right? Like, yeah, that's, that, that, gets, that gets very complicated. It's just one of those things where, uh, even if, like, because, like, okay, so, like, six Tybarons is a very popular list right now in hyperspace and turns out if they just one turn and barrel roll they're they're totally not fortressing right like it's the same thing exactly 
So it's very frustrating that we've decided to arbitrarily like, determine because like, hey, your ship doesn't maneuver well, you get posed. Like, all right, yeah. cool. I guess we don't fly they I guess we don't fly the, the boss um, anymore. Yeah, like the what's it called the the um the four Star Vipers uh, worlds or Sure, yeah, like, same idea. Um, yep. So did you guys time of you see what Alex Walken said in that I post? did. I did. That was interesting. Um because he was was he FFGOP? What was, yes, what was, he was the head okay. of he was the head of OP. Because uh, yeah, originally was ran the system opens in Europe and came over, right? Does that yep. right? Yeah. And uh, but yeah, apparently they were really close to rolling that out at LDO, but they decided it wasn't quite ready yet. So I don't know why he felt like he couldn't say what it was, but that's the story I heard. Yeah, um, you know, that's what because he because he said that they were they were working on effectively objectives, right? Like it was a way to. They actually take that back. He might not have even said it was objectives. It was just here's a way that we want to deal with. Yeah, the idea of fortressing. I don't even know. I mean, I think you could just put you put a marker right in the middle of the map, and you say first ship here gets an extra three dice in the event of a final salvo. I think that would be enough to just I'm not gonna let you get to I'm not gonna let you get there. I have to go out and contest that. Uh, I think no it depends like how how close you have to get to that. And that does not stop these lists being hyper okay if let's say you have that then both ships can have a runner that to run there. Right yeah, necessarily but, but or, it's not it's not worth sacking a ship just to get that final sack of ship. If, if you can get there in an A wing and then the entire the force of the other them is the entire enemy list has to engage and kill that A wing, right? Before it gets the thing and runs away. Yeah, you also got well, I mean everything could be tweaked, but like Yeah. Shocking. Guess who didn't have anybody fortress against them the entire time they played? My sixteen dice final salvo. The guy was more than happy to offer it to anybody. Yeah, I know. It but it's it's not really fair to the list with low dice counts if they have to try to... I mean, No, I, yeah, to, I agree. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, so that was like, uh, so, uh, Ryan's list that was the, that was the runner-up for it was like three deltas and a eta two, right? So it's like, yeah. oh, he has nine total dice. Cool. Even if he did, like, even if I did want a fortress on him and he gets there, it's still 12 v 16. That's a real bad look for final salvo still. Like, I'll take that. What's that, like, 70, 30? Something like that, yeah. Give or take two. Um, so yeah. Uh, but that's neither. I mean, so the the at least for us, because we don't run tournaments, it's not for it's not a problem we have to solve. Um, and like, hey, I want to go to Vegas, and they've like the fly better guys because they're the ones running the the tournament. There have already stated like, hey, you have to engage. If you don't engage, we'll you know give you a warning. Yada yada. Um, all right, cool. I guess I, so we, you know, we like, you know what I mean? You know, you have to do that. The, the thing that is frustrating for me is that very clearly just changes the list type. That is the one stalling. It doesn't solve the problem in any way, but like, here we yeah. are. Yeah. I, like I was saying earlier, some of the TOs that I've dealt with over the years, sure. I really don't have a lot of confidence in them. Oh, that really scares me to thought of them telling sure. someone, hey, that you're not going fast enough. <laughs> you got yeah, to you're, you, you, you haven't engaged uh, in a manner that I think is good enough. Like, oh, okay. man. That seems... It, I don't feel like I would feel comfortable as a TO doing that. Either. I mean, I side with Brent. I just would be like, meh. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a gray area. It's very hard to say what is like... I... Well, it's a great I feel area. like I would yeah. I would have to monitor the game in full. I don't feel like I could just come what up. I mean, what I mean yeah. by gray area is what someone thinks like you should engage by now as a tournament coming on is very different than what the players playing the game is going to say, right? Or what the list is, right? It's like you can't just go up to someone's like you're running away. You shouldn't have fell one turn too long. It's like, but that's what. He, does or yeah. right? It's like, it's like you can't just you, you have to four K with Sooner Fell down fight. It's like so you is the same some to sack their ship, right? It's like 
as much as I want people to engage, I don't want the fuckers at the same time as they can't. I like also playing aces once in a while. And sometimes they have to run because of the, doing so is, is suicide, right? So like, you, are you going to actually go tell people to tell them like you have to turn around and die? But that comes down to the game. What you said, Tyler, is forcing people to take a list for that kind of thing. Then there, that brings me up to the idea before the time limit when up here in the north, some the time limit was. 60 minutes was like the standard instead of the 75 before they brought in that 75 standard. So everyone just brought like four B wings to the Zen 85 because it wasn't enough time in the game to actually chew through enough of them. Yep. So like it brings in different things. But then if you had the two hour game time and you have all the time in the world to play Sooner Fell, you just bring Sooner Aces, right? Because you have the entire day of the game to play. So if you can make it to the finals, absolutely. Yeah. So, so are you going to say something there, Will? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, I think it's, uh, um, it's one of those things where, you know, Blair kind of mentioned that there's TOs that he wouldn't trust to make that judgment call. And I was going to kind of say, it's like, yeah, it really depends on the intelligence of your TO and as well as the rest of the people in your tournament, because all it's going to take is someone who doesn't fully understand, like how to properly manage an engagement and they're just going to be like, oh, well, you didn't, you know, four straight into me, so now you're stalling kind of thing. And they're going to draw someone's attention to it. And then the TO is going to come over and they're going to be like, I don't want to deal with this, oh, whatever. I don't, I also don't understand what you're doing. And then they're going to, you know, give you a penalty when that's a whole <laughs> bunch of crap, right? So, you know, it's, I never have fortressed like once, but at the same time, when I'm flying, you know, like jousting ships i'm looking for the engagement so i am doing a lot of like one forwards one banks barrel rolls trying to find the spacing some idiot across the table can me from me can say oh you're stalling it's like no i'm judging range and waiting to pounce and, and if, if, <laughs> you know? if, if they're an ace player that's 100 percent gonna be their mo will because all they're trying to do is suck you into that asteroid field where they have an advantage right yeah. Uh, well, it turns out no one wants to fight with the. Yeah, weird. Well, right. Like, it's that. I agree. It's very frustrating guess. when when I have. When, when you hear people on the internet go, I can't believe someone would go to the first in person event and then just fortress in a corner. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're trying to win. Like, what? Yeah, like, you can't believe they don't just never, blindly chase themselves so into an extra field and die? Who, what? Who made those comments? I was, who I'm just yeah. looking at, like... You know who you are. You, you know you, who you are. You flew Miranda <laughs> for 18 months straight, and you can't believe... Like, really? Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, for me, the end of 1.0, and that shit show it was, I was fortressing... I did four four of, was it, X-Wings and, and, like, Sabine in a TIE Fighter in a corner, whatever it was, or a Sheath P, whatever it was at the time. And, like, because Nim and Miranda were a thing, I'll, just, I'll, I'll sit in this corner and not move until you're Nim and Miranda fight me. Because I'm not going out at that open field of bombs that you placed out in the middle yep. of the field. I'm going to sit right here, and we're going to go to the very end, because if I don't, it's like, what's the point of Yeah, play? you lose, right? Like, for lose, sure. Right? Like, yep. Wait, well, and it's, that's, like, quite, quite literally, there was a whole bunch of people that were running Bosk this weekend, and it would look across the table and go, like, oh, if I make a wrong turn with Bosk, I just lose the game. So, like, why don't I just not make a wrong turn? Yeah. Yeah, and and I guess for me personally, like part of the game that like I personally enjoy is figuring out that chess match, you know, like if that person also realizes, oh, if I go into the teeth of that, I lose. Okay, if they don't like like you were talking about no one wants to fight at a disadvantage, how can you, you know, manipulate and try and find a way to get him into that disadvantageous position? You know, even though you both kind of know what your your kind of mo is, so um, I personally find that engaging. Um, trying to figure out how to way to you know to crack that, but again, I know that's just me. <laughs> Everybody plays the game for different reasons, so um, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I I kind of think that there is a a way to kind of add some objectives and figure out a way to elegantly, um, you know, put a little wrinkle in things to kind of make things. Uh, not only kind of get away from some of the fortressing um, incentives or, or point fortressing, even, you know, just kind of putting points on a ship that can never die and stuff like that. Um, but uh, also just add a little bit more variety instead of the standard, you know, uh, 206, you know, dogfights. So um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, who knows how organized play is going to go moving forward with the, the change from FFG and, 
you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, as a community, we'll be able to kind of think up and kind of put up ourselves if we need to, <laughs> to make things yeah. more exciting. Well, so, so like one, one thing that's very real is like, we've, we have seen nothing that tell, like we've, we've seen no indication that organized play even is going to exist from AMG. Yeah. So they have only but, said that they want to run something, but we have not seen. Well, anything but also, that. no, that's not true. We've, uh, they've talked about doing the, like, um, the like store kits that are narrative events, right? Yeah. So like that might be the extent of it. It might be up to the the flybetters and the crates, etc., and the adepticons to like hold big events now. Yeah, and we'll be down to the regional areas and people to run. Yep. So it's entirely possible we don't have like an actual organized play kit kind of a thing. So. Yeah, well, it's up in there until we see what AMG does, and then nothing comes of it, and it'll be down to the community. We'll see what events. I think also that also opens up that the community can actually do more because a lot of, I'm not sure locally, it felt um, kind of strangled because we do a lot of Warhammer events up here in the Northwest um, and Age of Sigmar and all the other different Flames of War and all that. Um, it was very hard to mix X Wing into that because the only way you get X, most X Wing players is to have it officially get FFG support and those prizes. That's what people wanted. Um, you could do some third-party stuff, but the big draw was still get some FFG stuff. With not having an official OP being the supplier of everything, you can still now make local content because that's all available other than buying stuff offline. That now makes it there's a big different draw, and it can be more not just, I'm going for the FFG swag, but more like, we're going in because it's an event. And we want to see people, which is a good direction to go to, I think, as well. And another thing, in a weird way, I think we've all seen how things can go when you have official, you know, points adjustments and stuff. You know, we saw the end of 1.0 went and, you know, times already in 2.0 where things are just way undercosted, overcosted, you know, whatever. If it gets to the point where, you know, the community kind of takes over that's a way where maybe we can actually find a way to intelligently quote unquote officially unofficial point things <laughs> to make it so everything's a little bit more you know in check or or whatever now that would take a little bit more organization but i think there's yeah. enough people uh, in the community now we could figure out a way to do it somehow um even if you're just kind of like well who's running the event they call you know whatever and kind of go from there but yeah that's probably another problem to install at a later date i guess we'll see what happens coming out of the pandemic yeah, it's always weird having localized point changes or like in the things that it makes it um yeah, it's it's very hard, hard to, to go to another event yeah. so in one way and then yeah. someone else plays another way. Or perhaps you can just get people to transfer because like oh we because everyone thinks their <laughs> weird, way is weird, the best weird. way and then they have the arguments yeah. if that, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I that I like that would require the community to have together, the group together. It that would be something if uh, also, X Wing is unsupported, right. and people want to still play like Des yep. Ella Destiny, right? Where there's a there's an online community, and they're working to create cards and stuff like that. And then, you, but you have the branching of maybe different styles. This also happened when Fantasy got changed to Age of Sigmar. There were some people that could do it. So you have Ninth Ed, and then you had um, whatever. There was another one going around. So you had two different branches of people thinking of two different ways of playing Fantasy. And now you have two different editions side by side of what people want to play or what. Not people want to be, but people think that they should be playing. And what's not? They're gonna be, they can eventually become very different and become their own games. In a sense. Yeah, I was. I guess I was thinking a little bit more some type of, you know, collaboration between a lot of the different, you know, kind of uh, talking heads. <laughs> I guess for yeah, lack the, of a the, the, term. yeah, this becomes very that, that is a huge scale thing because then you would have to coordinate, yeah. and make sure what what happens right. on even the east coast, the west coast. Uh, what happens in Europe to Canada and to like. North America, what happens in um, Australia and on in the uh, Asia and all that. There's so many different things and how do you, in communication with that again and, and what what are we going to agree on, right? When it comes to a giant community of different heads, what is deemed fair? Because getting one on the same page is very difficult in that sense because everyone has different views on it. So in that yeah, situation, sure. it's best to have like that's where like hopefully AMG continues doing points adjustments and they're hopefully in the a good direction um but it's best way just to have that and then if there is some huge problem shit like of that comes up we can just hopefully as a community they okay we can if we have to banish ship 
or ban a pilot, but that not like adjust points throughout the entire thing because that requires a lot of effort per se. Yeah, that would be yep. the easiest first step is just, you know, kind of making your own quote-unquote hyperspace where things are in and out, <laughs> you know, what's what's able to be taken. That's the easiest thing to do and easiest to manage, but um, yeah. yeah. The, the best but direction to go we'll is um, is the format. If we can, like, if AMG doesn't bring anything and we come as an agreement, okay, we're going to run this style of tournament, and that means that if you change, this is where, like, the objective. So if, if it does turn out the fly better, has been working on it, LVO has, and what Ryan and they've been working on does come to fruition. We have objectives, and that becomes a standard that can help fix a lot of things. It doesn't matter how broken a pilot is if it doesn't fit the objective format. You can have something that's right. like if it does. Okay, great. The ship's crazy and can like do all the stuff, but it like, can never hold an objective. Can never do anything. It's like okay, it kills stuff. Like if it never wins you the game, and then no one's going to use it. Right? It's going to be what wins you. It doesn't matter if you take a massive super titan if it doesn't win you the game because it can't kill enough in the game or just too slow or too something it's not going to be a tactical choice right so it comes down to then a tactical selection for that and that's based off of missions objectives and things like that and the format so we'll see what happens come the future uh, also i know you're all going to be very jealous but i got to hug sable griffin this weekend and that was Oh. Extra fun. Haven't haven't seen haven't seen him in a. What, like, I don't think have I ever met years? him. Have I met him? Was he at the Worlds that one year? I met everyone. Um, I mean, he's time. been at Worlds a couple of times. And well, he's the been first time I met times. everyone because when I was there, it was my very first Worlds. This was in two thousand and seven or two thousand six. Seventeen. Oh, 2017, sorry, 2017, 16, yeah. <laughs> we were playing X-Wing in 2016. No, 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 I would definitely not. It would not exist. Um, yeah, I can't remember. It was 2016 or 2017. That's when I first met, I think, you, Tyler. Blair introduced me to... I feel like that was... Uh, I feel like I'm thinking the same Ellen. year and Sable was definitely there, so you would have met him. Yeah, I probably met him. He's a big guy, right? Yes. No... Yes. Uh, yeah, you you played Tyler? No, he just came by on Sunday to say hey. Okay. okay. Uh, I guess anything else we need to add? Oh, like, um, branching around. Well, so we we had a cool stuff. event. There's nothing scheduled until basically LVO right now, but there is some whispers of something in like winter somewhere. So like we might there might be another frontline event coming up soon. Uh and they like is from like the the event they put on. Um I don't know I don't know like the financials behind anything, right? But like the hotel we were in was really cool, the space was awesome, like everybody was super chill, like all the frontline guys that I interacted with were great. Um they 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 spoke really highly of Brent and seemed to like working with him. So hopefully they can they can keep getting Brent to uh to help him out, and hopefully Brent's getting uh getting enough on the the back end of it. And yeah, yeah hopefully we'll we get to have some uh some fun events. Cause like yeah. don't get me wrong, I want to go to Vegas and I want to see a lot of you in Vegas. Assuming that we don't lock down again. Uh, yeah. It turns out the Delta variant's scary, but um, you know it'd be nice to do something before then. Cause that's like yeah. what six months away. So yeah, about roughly that. I have not. Signed up for anything for Las Vegas it's on my. Well, you can't even get plane tickets to it yet, right? Like, I mean, it's January twentieth. Like, it's literally <laughs> it's half a year yeah, away. Yeah, if at least Vegas is usually pretty easy to pick up and go because uh, they want people to go there. They want flights. Oh. Is that a wait for all to happen? Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully go to these events again, meet up with everyone. So it's yeah. it's on the it's on my radar. I like to come down and see those things. So yeah. go to those events again. We'll see what happens. Taking it week by week. Plus, we need to we need to go to the really cool uh, fishbowl bar, like when Blair's actually there and hasn't flown home yet. So he missed that last year. So I want my steak dinner again. Like every sure. time I go to Las Vegas, I get my my one my once every like year or two year steak dinner. I want my delicious steak. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I ate so much food this weekend. Oh, I was nonsense. Like. We had uh, Texas barbecue one night, uh, a Tex-Mex Mexican place one night, Fogo de Chao one night, and then a family-style Chinese joint that was like a Chambly's favorite restaurant that he used to live over by. 
like on the last night and all of it was just awesome. Nice, nice. Yeah, I look forward to seeing everyone again and hopefully that will happen sooner than later. Yeah. So um looking forward to it. In theory, more stuff's gonna come out and we can actually like talk about like regular X Wing stuff maybe in a couple weeks. Like we've got some new uh some new releases. I mean there's been like eighteen months of releases that we haven't even paid attention to. So Yeah, there's yeah, a bunch might, of stuff. I guess uh, we have in the cup coming from this recording like a month two months? Two months or a month and a half. Sorry, yeah. month and a half away. Mid mid September supposed to be the first order and resistance pack yep. came out with the resistance bomb, resistance Y wings and the first order bomber and the first order tie whisper. Yeah, the uh, the tie whisper, from, which looks from interesting. The, uh, from the ninth movie, if you like, love it yep. or hate it, I was there. That's all that matters. Yeah, and uh, then I know I've been talking to a couple of people and um, on my Twitch channel, I'm probably going to be doing some like live coaching stuff uh, where we're going to teach some of the squadrons guys how to play X-Wing. And that will be probably pretty interesting for some people because we're going to like actually go through the, the like high level correct way to fly certain ships. And if that seems, sounds like something to be interesting, um, swing by. Uh, I'm not. I don't have a timeline on it, but it'll be in the next couple of weeks because I need to stream something, and that is a way to. I don't know. Keep playing X-wing. Oh. But yeah, that is. Uh, that's us. Maybe we'll do this again, and we won't wait 18 months between episodes. Yeah, we'll see. We get um, provision resupplies. Well, maybe. Yeah, our, right. Uh, Maybe our leader will, will come back, or our computer will turn back online. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a fuel truck. We can hijack. Well, I'm uh, I'm going down to Kansas City in, uh, in like two months, so maybe I'll press gang Ricky into doing a show when I'm down there. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I think that is it for today. And I think this has been us. I don't know if any of our oh I. But, Sorry, one thing real quick. So, uh, anyone listening, we're not on Podbean anymore. I believe we're still on iTunes. You should be able to find us on Spotify under the same name, although I searched and there are a couple of podcasts called Scum and Villainy something something. Uh, but you'll you'll see the logo of Moss Eisley Space Force SS. So if you're looking for us, that's where we are. Did we move to a different site? Yeah, it's it's called like Anchor. Uh, Anchor dot f yeah. slash. But you can yeah, you can find us there. You can also find us on Spotify. Most people have Spotify, so. But you can also find us there or on iTunes. All Maybe right. If you can get the Spotify link, we can put that in the the post. That way, it's easy. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, at that point. You're just going. You're already on Anchor. I mean, you can just download it from there. Yeah, <laughs> Spotify is pretty easy. You just search for search for the name. Gotcha. And, <laughs> but uh, I wonder, do we show up on a Google Podcast? That is a I, good question. Uh, well, I guess once look. we release this, we can take a look. <laughs> uh, I think that is for off this. Anyways, everyone have a good evening. It was nice talking to you guys again. Hey, we do. Look at that.